0: I can't even imagine just like at the Olympic level and like, that's all you've been doing since you were like shot out of your mother's womb to like <laughs> basically like onto a diving board. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you don't know if you don't know anything else, like you have to make a really tough call that this thing might not be the thing that's okay for me to do right now.
1: Welcome to Maybe Tomorrow, where we get real about daily life with a mental illness. Sometimes serious, sometimes
0: funny, but always
1: authentic.
0: Hello, Caroline. You know what? This has been like my highlight of the week, especially since moving to LA. Um, And I've been dying to ask you how your trip was. Ooh,
1: yes. So I just got back from Maine. So I live in Portland, Oregon, and I went to Portland, Maine. So it was kind of cute to like is cute. see both Portlands or see where the one I live in was named after.
0: A parallel universe. Is that true?
1: Yeah. So actually Portland, Oregon, it was a coin toss whether to name it Portland or Boston. And oh. Portland one. Went- Portland makes sense here too, because It's a port town.
0: Isn't the other one a port town?
1: Yeah, but like why would Boston wouldn't make any sense to name Portland, Oregon, Boston?
0: Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's a good little trivia question. Like which Portland came first? Well, I guess most people would figure out the East Coast. Yeah, but it's a good trivia question to say
1: what was Portland, Oregon's name supposed to be? There you go. Ding ding ding. Or we'll
0: repurpose that for the IG. Yeah. It has nothing to do with mental health, but you know. It's a fun fact. And it you is know, a fun fact.
1: part of having a mental illness is having a terrible memory. So I'm impressed that I know a fun
0: fact. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we bring it back full circle. See,
1: there you go. Um, but yes, the trip was great. I will say such a good foodie town. Is especially it? if you like seafood. I, like, I love seafood. Caveat. Uh, I like fun fact, another fun fact. As a kid, my mom used to ask me, What do you want for dinner? And every day I would say, I want lobster, which wasn't oh, possible. Bushy well, child. Bitch. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> get out of here with that. Your mom's like, um, Okay, you child. I have not enough money for that. <laughs> yeah. How about pasta? <laughs> any
1: literally anything else um so yeah i got to like treat my little inner child to some delicious food um we went we did some outdoor stuff we did a little sunset sale which was a wine sunset sale and i'm expecting you're gonna get like just little tasters you know like if you go wine tasting they give you like a teeny tiny amount of wine
0: right they want you to keep it classy were, five
1: full glasses. Oh, wow. I was getting off that dock like, woo, I'm feeling myself. (laughs) Still feeling like you're on a boat? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then we were like, we'll just get one more drink afterwards. And of course, it's the first night there. So we find ourselves walking down the street. There's a, we hear live music. There's a lively bar on the waterfront. And it quickly went from having one other glass of wine to two jello shots and a white claw later.
0: <laughs> oh whoa. Look at so, that. You just like traveled back in time from your thirties to your twenties. Right. It's amazing. Yeah.
1: We we went from classy to trashy real quick <laughs> at night. That was also a
0: thing. like what an amazing thing to just experience like a bar life with like jello shots right
1: it was so i mean i I don't want to say normal i'm not like going to take jello shots on the reg over here but it still felt nice no judgment this is a safe
0: space
1: being around people
0: was lovely Um, speaking of like jello shots did you ever do a a matte shot in your 20s A mat, yeah, like M A T, like you know those bar mats. Like that's like a thing, apparently. What do you mean? It's like like, you know, like the bar. You know the bartenders. They like like you're scooping shit up from the bar mat. Like and you know, like like excess liquor spills on there, and so they like take it and then they like dump it into a shot. Ew! Is that that's like a thing? I think
1: that's disgusting.
0: I've never done one, but if you've done one and you are. Here to tell the tale.
1: I mean, we talked about staph infections last episode. Yeah, so. seriously.
0: <laughs> seriously, anybody who's done a bat shot is not here alive.
1: Yeah. Has anybody lived to tell the tale? I don't know. DM us.
0: DM us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was lovely. Uh, Thank you for
1: checking in. It was quite nice. You're
0: so welcome. Honestly, I saw photos of you and your girlfriends, and I was like, wow, I want to do that. Yeah, like it I just, feel like... It's been it's, so long. It's good for the soul, I It think. totally is, right? Do you have I any travel coming up? We do. We have, like, some weddings that we're excited about, and... Well, I'm glad you're excited um, about them, but... You know, it's just, like, really just drinking on other people's dime. And to be fair, these are some of our, like, closer friends that are getting married. Like, we all got engaged around the same time, so... Um, yeah, and very minimal travel, except the one at the end of the year. We have one in Mexico, which Ooh. I swear to God, it better fucking happen. Like, I will be so pissed. Wait, when end of year? December? Um, Like mid-December. But then we're, like, extending, and we're going to try to do Mexico City because, like, Josh's birthday is um, the 19th. So we'll see. Little Sagittarius, baby. Yeah, look at me just, like, giving out my... Uh, husband's PII on the podcast. It was Josh. His birthday is this. Tell <laughs> me, you know, part. about
1: internet privacy without telling me, you know, about internet privacy.
0: His high school mascot was. Uh, ooh. I don't know. I don't actually. <laughs> that was just perfect. I you went from shit. like
1: laughing to, I don't know. This is so serious.
0: <laughs> I told you I timed my medication today perfectly. <laughs> well, and
1: I, I feel like we were prepped. We've finally gotten back into a rhythm, people. We we're doing it. set up our mics in a record amount of time, which, believe it or not, after three seasons of this shit, <laughs> we
0: were still struggling. <laughs> Turns out, you only need one cord—a <laughs> single cord. Really. I had- I had, like, I had this, and I had this, and I just spilled tea everywhere. I mean, like, it was just, it was a mess.
1: Oh, you spilled tea? Like, literally, you spilled tea. Yeah, I spilled actual (laughs) tea. I didn't
0: spill the tea.
1: (laughs) Spilled the tea on this piece of
0: shit, Mike. Whatever. Slash slash, uh, my laptop. But you know what? Don't worry about it. It's I'm just gonna like wipe it out down and, and just roll chill. with the punches. It's fine. So I have
1: to ask, speaking of, we're coming up on the last week of the Olympics. Are oh, yeah. you watching them? Have you watched mm-hmm. them?
0: Mm-hmm. Is it bad if I say like no? I, like, no, I try. I haven't either. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's not like, bad listen. at all. Hey I'm guys, like, just
0: the Olympics episode and um, we didn't watch them, so <laughs> asking
1: for a friend Uh, friend, who who, (laughs) who knows how they were
0: here's my thing about the Olympics I just never played sports but I always admired all the athletes there and I never found a lot of them relatable because most of the times I'm like these are as a kid growing up they just seems like superhuman yeah and you're like this is just not of this earth right so I think part of it is me just now being in my thirties. I'm like, yeah, that's like amazing to watch, but I've never been a real big sports person. So. Okay.
1: But tell me that that you were into the Dominiques back in the nineties, Dominique Muciano, Dominique Dawes, that whole crew of gymnasts. I forget the years. It was like 94 or some shit.
0: Oh yeah. No. I was obsessed. Were you? Yes. Um, and then once like, Uh, Christy Yamaguchi and Michelle Kwan on ice Mm -hmm. skating yeah Mm -hmm. that was like some serious representation there that I like fangirled over Um, but to be fair I haven't really ever been that interested in it I think it's cool I'm like the fair weather Olympic fan yeah you know which I think been? most people are, right?
1: No, there's people that are like hardcore into that shit, I think.
0: Like year round? Oh, year round? Mm-hmm. Off season? Like off Olympic season? They're like, I don't know. You know? That that mm, Well, if have someone to was ask. like if somebody was like, Hey, would you want to go to Tokyo? You have these like seats for whatever. I mean, even though they don't have spectators, but when they do, I'd be like yeah, okay. Get a free trip. Not a free trip, but, you know. Sure. Get a trip to the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, um, I would go. Right.
1: I would go, but, yeah, I just... I don't care that much, to be honest. And I do enjoy sports. But yeah. But I think the whole... The whole thing this year that's been obviously interesting is there's... A lot of like stuff that's come up. One when the Olympics started around, um, like what boycotting the Olympics because of like
0: the marijuana use. Oh, uh, and this, uh, the the natural hair, like, yes, not being a certain like regulation. It didn't follow regulation, and I'm like, this is seriously
1: 2020 okay. shit. Come on, yeah, but. The only stuff I've been following is all the news around mental health, which I am here for. Simone Biles, Naomi Osaka, love you. Like way to fucking stand up for your mental health.
0: I mean, it's been pretty incredible, like just how much this has like permeated just public discourse. Yeah, and I was thinking about this when we were like thinking about content for our Instagram and. You know one of the things that came to mind was how much of like mental health awareness has seeped into like the everyday mainstream like social media feed but it hasn't still reached like very mainstream discourse which is like the giant news outlets the publicity and it feels a little disconnected from like what we have seen and sort of grown around over the last few years with, you know, as we started our own journeys, but, um, yeah, I mean, I was looking into everything that's been happening and just like, what is the history of mental health with the Olympics? A answer? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, actually like quite the opposite. Totally. Totally. Um, yeah. I mean, like Naomi Osaka, pulling out of the French open, Like, it was like a – people were just, like, flabbergasted. And that's only a few months ago.
1: Yeah. But, like, part of the problem here is that these people are being treated or putting – like, they're being put up on a pedestal that causes so much pressure. And I know one of the things that we've been wanting to talk about for a while, too, is – you know, what social media does to our mental health. And so naturally by being in the public eye and being seen as, you know, this like, I don't know, great athlete that's representing the entire country, like naturally they're also going to deal with some shit on social media. And like The I mean, I'm glad that there's been a lot of support specifically, you know, with Simone Biles pulling out, but there's also been a lot of criticism um, and I'm not I'm not here for that.
0: No, I mean, sometimes I wonder with like all the good that social media has obviously brought, like you and I very much know, like all the it's a it's a two sided coin for sure, like all the stuff that come with being amplified on social media or the critics, you know, you start to see like other the other perspective enter into your feed because of whatever algorithms, right? So like you're just being inundated with another type of perspective that isn't really healthy for you, especially if you are a public figure and at that, a very young public figure, like most of these athletes are like barely 20. They're like still in college. And I'm just thinking about even when I was back in college We've talked about this plenty of times on our podcast. Of like, you just don't know what you don't know, and you don't realize how deep you might be into any type of like mental health issue. Like, if you're struggling, you don't really realize that you're struggling until like you hit a breaking point.
1: Well, your brain isn't even fully developed until you're what 25. I think that the what yeah, I think research says
0: typically now? says 25. I mean, yeah. we just like put an arbitrary age of to name adults. And we say that that's 18. Yeah. Um, And so we, it's like immediately at the 18th birthday, we treat them as if they should know everything. Um, And then we are also telling, we as in like the general public and the news outlets, we're telling these individuals that they also have to be great at it. Right. Like you said, they're going to let their country down if they don't, which is like, Oh my God, I can't even think about, what would the country like if they were like Caroline? This really, this thing that you're good at, the entire pride of the country rests on your shoulders.
1: Like, come Ugh. on. Find Olympic viewers. Find something else to <laughs> be proud like, of than relying on one individual person who's going to get a gold medal.
0: It's a lot. To have it's your a lot.
1: Corona light. Oh man, that was a bad joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we we're, we're, we'll just keep workshopping it yeah you know you know but you have like, like four more years else. for the next one yeah, yeah. like two years for the winter olympics oh um, man but these we're calling these like individuals who are just barely out of like college or high school like super athletes that with the expectation that they have to constantly overachieve and i'm sure they grew up with that same mentality right otherwise how did they get to this point right like 100% some genetics because some of these athletes are fucking ripped right <laughs>
1: i mean superhuman uh, literally <laughs> like they almost are. literally yeah
0: they and are and it gets and crazier totally deserve- and crazier yeah like right.
1: in order to break records you need to be more competitive more fit more whatever i mean look at football players like yeah. how fucking big are those guys gonna get right that's like eight feet
0: right 400 pounds i um, have
1: like andre the giant playing
0: yeah i think we like it's i think i don't know is it the, the screen that's between us as the viewers and these other people who are performing that we expect a certain level of like entertainment some type of results from them performing. I mean, they're the one that put in like the equity, like the sweat equity. Like they're like having to put in so much work and time and it's coming at the expense of their like mental health, which feels...
1: And let's be honest, I'm one of those people. I know a lot of people listening are probably these people where my ass is sitting on the couch with my popcorn and my glass of wine. And I'm like, (laughs) she didn't land that one, that... (laughs) That one's not good. Nope. You like <laughs> I knew that, she wasn't. Good. Yeah. That dive, you really biffed that one. You're going to get like a <laughs> 7 out of that one. Meanwhile, I like still don't know how to dive.
0: <laughs> um I'm still I still need to take adult swim lessons. So, but you know, we'll just save that one for another time. Well, look at don't that. Need to about. Yeah. Yeah, Cute. No, worse. <laughs> same. Same same. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, we're judging people from our fucking couches who have put so much pressure on themselves they have like impossible expectations t- for right. like how to beat records or how to beat other people who are also like insane it's it's gotta be a tough toll like even as a person who competes in the Olympics, like. I imagine perfectionism is a, it's like a must for Mm -hmm. what they do. And that has to just really fuck you up. Like, I don't know that I would,
0: I would crack under that pressure for sure. Totally. Um, I think the amount of pressure that builds over time and then not having the adequate resources for mental health and to like address it, Find healthy ways to cope with it, but still do the thing that you love. Like if you love to compete, you love to compete. This old girl here does not like to compete. No, me Just, I don't have a. <laughs> no. I'm like I don't. I don't see the point in running. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is something chasing me? <laughs> then why am I running? Yeah. Did but, but, I see you
1: put in um, – you did some research that this was the first year that Team USA had mental health professionals for teams. Well, yeah, I've,
0: yeah. I mean, just like you, I've been keeping up with, like, the different articles and just seeing, like, the different perspectives, which I know you and I have kind of talked about the negative voices in that, which, honestly, I will. But mm-hmm. um, there's been a lot of just general, like – more of awareness going into this, but it's almost like it's a little too late. I mean, yes, we should absolutely have like mental health support on site during like these big moments, but leading up to it, like how can we better address that? That's not my job to figure out. That's somebody else's. But yeah, yeah I just like read um I think it was like Time magazine that this year was the first year that um Team USA, anyways, had four different mental health professionals on site in Tokyo um, for the USA teams. Um, And then I think uh, the UK also had a similar setup for their team. So it's starting. It's not – it hasn't, like, definitely made them become, like, a standard practice by any means, but it was actually helpful to, like, read, like, are there things that are actually happening, right? Yeah.
1: Well, and I hope that it's becoming more and more apparent to people that our if it wasn't already obvious that our physical health needs to be taken care or our mental health needs to be taken care of just as much as our physical health does, if not more. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I was like, I posted this on our social media, but I was like, so impressed by Simone Biles dropping out for that reason because mm-hmm. she recognized that in herself. That kind of like self awareness, courage, like seriously takes a lot of strength to do. Um, have you ever
0: have you ever quit something oh that you God, knew that you should quit?
1: I quit so many things, okay, but that was about just this. <laughs> that's just because I'm a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> never under those types of circumstances, though. Like I've never quit something where it's like I know everybody's relying on me, you know, like or that you love, but you're
0: like, I know it's not the best thing for me. No. Minor relationships.
1: <laughs> I don't really. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> That's a good point, because I was like, I don't really have hobbies, sis.
0: (laughs) Speaking of, how's tennis going? (laughs) Yeah, I picked up tennis. Isn't that cute? I think it's like the the, uh, Olympic spirit has gotten me.
1: I love it. Well, you're still here, which is good. Yeah, it is a bit of a sport.
0: I will say that it requires a certain level of physical endurance that I do not have (laughs) in my uh, mid thirties body. But you know, we're working on it's a little hobby. I'm not trying to get competitive. Good thing I don't have that in me. Hey, tennis! I hit most of the balls. I hit most of the balls, and that was that's good. Way more than I thought I would hit. (laughs) (laughs) Most,
1: most is good.
0: I was like, if I hit one ball. Yeah, I mean the bar was so low, but I was like, if I hit one ball, it's a great, might be a hobby that I could stick with. Yeah, yeah. So it's a plan. Is uh, Josh gonna? Yeah, I think we'll play. Um, It's gonna be like my when I don't know, depending on whatever the CDC says, and hopefully we don't get like the gamma variant of this, um, of this uh, pandemic, but. Um, the idea is that maybe using that as, like, a way to just socialize. I don't know. True. Says the introvert. But who knows? I could also just take my dog to a court and hit the ball and he gets some exercise, I get some exercise, and we're good.
1: Yeah, between you and me, like, I'm eating lobster as a child and you're trying to get into that, uh, that preppy club.
0: We bougie. I know. We are bougie. Are we, though? Are we? I mean, Meh. I wish I wish I wish totally um but the reason why I ask if like you've quit anything is I've been thinking a lot about have I quit anything and I that I loved and I don't think I have parentheses aside from relationships yeah yeah (laughs) but um like actual hobbies and I think this kind of goes back to even this idea of one perfectionism but also trying to figure out like what is my purpose Mm -hmm. you know like everyone's trying to do that I don't know if you've ever noticed this on Instagram but there's like so much like content around like how to find your purpose how to be you how you know it's like okay I'm like 33 and I still haven't figured that out so Mm -hmm. if this social post can you know it's all anyways So that's a whole nother topic for another day. But I was just thinking about like, I don't have anything where like my entire identity was wrapped up into a single thing. Um, And I don't know if I'm scared of that. Right. Like I even think about like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be defined by just like my cultural identity or my mental illness or, you know, my, you know, anything else. So my job, like that's yeah. probably a big one, right? So um, I can't even imagine just like at the Olympic level when like that's all you've been doing since you were like shot out of your mother's womb to like <laughs> basically like onto a diving board. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you don't know, if you don't know anything else, like you have to make a really tough call that this thing might not be the thing that's okay that's for me to do right now. Well, and the
1: easier thing would be to push through it, right? Like, that seems like it'd be the harder thing. Yeah. I think us a while ago, that would seem like the strong thing to do is to push through something instead of, like, recognizing that you can't sacrifice yourself and knowing what you're struggling with enough to say, no, like – Even though I'm here and I've already competed, I'm going to stop because that's the right thing for me.
0: Yeah. It's like that recognizing like when is it enough? Like what – like can you just be happy with where you're at too? It's just – I mean it almost takes away for like the love of why you did something in the first place.
1: Well, so this is why that Pierce Morgan – we're going there. That article pissed me off. Okay, let's go there. There's two things. One is there was like a criticism that she fucked up and that's why Simone she quit. Biles. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, she's a quitter and let everybody down as a result of that. Um, And then two, talking about how like cocky she was, which I was like, fuck off. Like, in order to be great at something, like have confidence.
0: Yeah, you can have confidence and also like um this is the thing that's so infuriating. I mean about just like Pierce Morgan in general is just an infuriating person. Yeah. But like first of all, she's like so much younger. She's a black female athlete who is like incredible at her at her sport and has also had the strength to show her own vulnerability. Yep. And it's really, it's really hard to see, I mean, a straight white man, basically, who has never done that sport or anything to that, like, level of, like, public pressure to then put someone down. But I mean, am I surprised? Like, this is, like, very peak Pierce Morgan. It's just, like, the things that, it doesn't help the cause at all right like it's like why are why is this the thing you want to comment on like extra clicks for you okay i hope you got them but it came at the expense of this like young woman who's like very much struggling so hope you feel great about that extra traffic yeah and followers on twitter
1: right like how do you feel about attacking somebody when they're down already number one piece of shit Number two, <laughs> I'm all about the ones and twos today. When Yeah. Here's <laughs> Morgan. One and yeah. two. Um, I think that if she were to, if even if she quit because she did badly and like just couldn't handle the pressure any longer, who fucking
0: cares? That's okay too?
1: That's okay too. You don't need to have a reason. When your core, like, reason in general is that you're trying to do what's best for your
0: mental health. And so even just, like, if you just don't want to do it, you know, it's, it's the whole reason. Was Like, because it, she didn't keep up and, you know, meet other people's expectations. Yeah. She's a failure. So that's where it's just kind of like, mm, I don't know about that. If you don't want to do things, don't do things. Just don't do things. I do it all the time.
1: I know, same. <laughs> I've gotten to the point now where I'm just like, nah, I don't
0: want to. So I'm not going to. Hmm? I love that. you saying no self-care. We've always thought that. We've always said that. Yeah.